0: Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all that interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection, and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. In fact, my daughter's wedding was just in Italy, and I took a bike ride with my son-in-law through Tuscany. Wow. Download the Viator app now and use code VIATOR10 for 10% off your first booking. Viator, one site, over 300,000 experiences you remember all right here we go (laughs) please subscribe to the channel please
1: hey guys youtube's got an algorithm and it really really helped us out a lot if you could like comment and subscribe this is how we can get more information out to more people and uh share the message of toronto real estate in
0: that order like, comment, subscribe, and hit the damn bell. So I forgot that we were doing this, and then I remembered, <laughs> and then I forgot again, and then I remembered, and it wasn't too late.
1: So we're live. Oh, we're doing a stat show.
0: We're doing a stat show. And look, you just sent me a text. You're good for twelve.
1: We're both in the studio today, which is great. Welcome back, Daryl. We got the Toronto Real Estate Board releasing the stats for June 2021.
0: What happened in the market? What happened out there? What happened out there? That's a good question. Do you want me to pull up the stats? Sure. What do you got? Did you
1: did you get anything going? Oh, I
0: got it. Oh, I got it, baby. Got it. You're on top of stuff. I got it. I got it, baby. Here you have it. I don't know if you want to do your reading thing here and uh, summarize what Treb says happened last month.
1: Well, I want to point out something. Um, we have a new Toronto real estate board president, Kevin Krigger. Welcome, Kevin
0: Krigger. All right.
1: Welcome. Welcome to the team, Kevin. Let's see how the new way that Treb is doing things, which is good. I, I like it this way. Is they, uh, no longer allow, because what was happening is all the presidents were just like popular agents. So like, here's, you know, TK, who's never volunteered once at TREB, and all of a sudden says, I'm going to be the president of the Toronto Real Estate Board. As you should. They run, which is allowed, they run and then they get elected because everyone's like, oh, that's such a great person. He's so popular. He's so nice. He makes all this money. I want to be, you know, his friend. And it's a popularity contest. And then now that's the guy who's the president or girl. And everyone's like, what's going on with Treb? This person doesn't know what they're doing because they've never been behind the scenes on the committees and all that kind of stuff. So now there is requirements to be actually a member and part of the committees and stuff. So whoever is elected, these are all great presidents. They're all doing a great job. So um, welcome.
0: Okay. Well, that was good. And, uh, do you know him personally?
1: No, never heard of him, but I know that you that's, that's a good him. thing. That's but a good you thing. Vouched for him. Do I vouch for him?
0: Well, it's sounding like you're vouching yeah,
1: for him. Yeah, I vouch for him. No idea. <laughs> so I for him.
0: You va- okay. Well, he's got TK's seal of approval. Let me yeah. just see if I can match TK's head size. Although that doesn't seem possible. Although from the sounds of it, normally it would be probably be the other way around. But anyways, okay. TK. Yeah. We have a stat show. Absolutely. Stats so we had a good month. Crazy. We had a good month of
1: sales. I always like to start with the sales, you know, 11,106 sales in Toronto, the GTA and the Toronto real estate board, MLS sales. This was a fantastic number. And uh, you know, it's nothing to sneeze at compared to last year, 8,645. That's a major difference, right? So 28 and percent more sales. Things were still pretty COVID like back in June, uh, but still the market was, was moving forward.
0: Lately
1: um, covid Very covetish it, uh, it was one COVID-ish. of the best
0: Junes on record ever. The best Junes of record. on For
1: sales. Uh,
0: but I mean, the number looks impressive. 11,000 sales in one city in one month. I mean, there's some places that don't get that in a year.
1: That's a great number. So it's that's a, a um, like something it. to be talked about. Uh, but when we look at the month previous, right, is like the trend, right? Which we've been talking Boom. about. So
0: there it is. Look at you've that. You've got TK. it
1: on the screen there. So May's 11,951 sales the shows market's a- cooling, TK. trending downwards. March 15,652 and so on, right? So it's just the way that uh, it goes. I mean, everybody knew this. Cool. We, you and I have been talking about it every month and every week that we were in an unsustainable market and that, you know, there was a lot of crazy activity back in March and April.
0: The market is cooling off. People are running for the hills, TK, The market is cooling off. Look at these horrific, horrible numbers month after month after month.
1: No issues, man. No issues. Good, good, good good month. Sales. We had a, it's a phenomenal market. And I liked, he did talk about this. Where's, Kevin made a nice um, comment here. The wording he used, I like We
0: have seen market activity there. Paragraph three. Paragraph
1: three. I think he used the word robust. I can't find he it.
0: He did. It's down there. I just saw okay. it.
1: So anyways, it's still a robust market. It is a fantastic seller's market. market
0: activity transition from a record pace to a robust pace over yes. the last three months. Now let's, let's just go back in time. Like if we could go back in time and you were okay, n- now it's time. I'm all crooked. Now it's time for you to make a prediction. If you were to say TK over the next three months, we would have robust activity in the market. I'd feel yeah. pretty good about things.
1: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy with robust as well. It's just,
0: Where are we going to be now? So now we're in
1: July, right? So if we look at July sales, July, 2020, the sales were 11,081. All right. June, 2021, 11,106. So we're literally neck and neck with the July from last year. So my prediction is we'll have a decrease in sales year over year, July, 2021 compared to July, 2020. Now, why is that? Because July 2020 was like the best July we ever had. It was fantastic. July and August were like record months last year because that's when the pandemic was opening and people started to get um, get back on track again. Yeah. So here, that's, that's a great chart. So that's your sales, right? So if you look at July and August, which is the blue, you can see that July and August had peaked into, you know, obviously the three Julys or this will be now 4th July that have existed over the last little while. Those were record months and that trending downward orange line in the top corner is actually going to end up coming down a little bit underneath those July and August months is what I'm seeing. Now, that being said, we've already talked about this a little bit too, is we had a huge amount of inventory or we've had a huge, huge, a lot of, a huge, a huge amount of sales happen this year at, at a much earlier time. So we're actually still on track to have the single most, uh, the highest number of sales ever in the Toronto Real Estate Board this year.
0: Yeah. If you look at it, like I add these lines to it so we can kind of see if there's a pattern ever developing. And it seems like June through December are fairly consistent with how the market kind of behaves. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously at different levels in the market, but if you look at these lines, I mean, they're all basically they're great lines, by the, the way, same thing. They those, are amazing. It aren't. looks
1: like like Treb released those themselves, and to find out that my friend Daryl did them, I'm pretty proud right now.
0: This is part of the the Frankfurt report version of the Treb report. <laughs> those lines, they they do everything okay? provided by the lines <laughs> You I'm don't even have to rid of credit a... Treb anymore because
1: you put those lines in, man. That's sick.
0: Fuck Treb. Okay, so hold on. So sales very important. And we see that, like, obviously something weird has been going on, but look at how uh, the gray and the green line. So 2018, 2019, most of like the tail end of 2020, they're all doing the same thing. And then you have like this inverse patterns, but you have this inverse reaction to to the pandemic in 2020 versus 2021, where, whereas the exact almost opposite time of the dip in twenty twenty was reversed in twenty twenty one. Yes. Right. So and now I mean,
1: the 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 height of
0: twenty twenty
1: may be our slowest period of twenty twenty one.
0: And I remember in twenty nineteen, like it was pretty pretty good times, right? It was Things okay, were- but it
1: wasn't fantastic. No, but we were we, averaging out back to the 25 year average in, in uh, 18 and 19. 16 and 17 were out there. And obviously, 20 and 21 have been out there. But if you look at the 25 year averages and take those years out, 18 and 19 were pretty uh, consistent.
0: But still, I mean, not bad years by any standards. So, I mean, it looks like we'll end up somewhere in between 2020 and 2019 over the rest of the year. Or That's who a good the guess? Knows, right? That would be my guess based on yeah. this. Based yeah. on what's happened lately, nobody knows and who the hell knows. Average prices, we talked about, uh, I mean, they're pretty boring. They just kind of keep going up. Well, it, let's talk about them, right? A little, so,
1: little bit. 1,089,536. So the average price is a cumulative um, figure of all the different types of properties that have sold. Yes, so when so you have higher-priced properties and you have lower-priced properties, it's skews the average. What
0: mix? What mix of each?
1: Yeah. And so that's... Um, That's something to be considering. So, well, yeah, I'll give you that number. So um, if we look at total sales price um, by range, okay, and we look at the June uh, 2021 numbers, okay, everything over $2 million sales, there was 699 sales, which is actually really high. I'm surprised that it was that high, much higher than some of the ones that we are seeing in, in 2020. In May 2021, we had 794. Right. So that 95 represents like 12% roughly um, less sales over $2 million in June compared to May. So, yeah, we're going to see a pretty significant drop in the number of uh, or the average price. Makes
0: sense. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you if it's all waiting and well it's all waiting in content so it really depends if there's more condos versus single families or vice exactly. versa and con- right?
1: and condos did really well this month too which is something we should talk about as well so let's just look at average prices in condos it's actually at a, a high like an all time high 683,479 Whoa! Yeah, so we've started to see. I think Toronto's close to the high in the four one six. It's up there, but it's the nine oh five that's come up a lot, right? So the nine oh five average is now six hundred and eleven thousand, and that's bumped up the overall number. So that's a really good sign that uh, condos are back and that they're affordable and that they're an option for people to buy. And like, that's just what are your what are your choices right now, right? Like, can everybody go and buy a, a two million dollar house? Like average detached house in Toronto, right? At uh, one point seven. Is that something that most people have in their budget? No, not a chance. So, most people are saying, How do I get a house for six, seven, eight hundred thousand? And if I can't and I'm not willing to drive far enough to get that, like, yeah, you got to go into a condo. Condos are the answer.
0: I, it's funny you say that. So, I was watching a video, um, Real, Realosophy. What's his name? This Yeah. His and, house? Uh, yeah. And and so he he was reading, I guess, somebody who was commenting to to one of his videos or some posting of his, they have a down payment for a $700,000 house and they make a good living, like over $100,000 for the family. Um, And they're like getting frustrated because they can't find anything. And, you know, if they go further out, she mentioned something which we never talked about, which I find interesting. Is there's an opportunity cost to the travel and a cost to the travel that, you know, sometimes outweighs d- sometimes, right? Yep. Sometimes even outweighs the yep. savings by moving yep. out there at least 100%. on a month-to-month wear base, and tear on right?
1: the vehicle, um, gas, uh, so if- services, entertainment, all that kind of stuff.
0: And then I read another article about a woman who decided to quit her job and become a freelancer now because she gained all this extra time by not having to travel far downtown to the office and blah, 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 blah. blah. So, so why am I saying this? I don't know. Well, I just think it's going to have a real effect on all these averages coming up and like, we're just guessing based on, on previous trends that I don't know totally exist anymore. Right. So you think like, people
1: will get a wake-up call when they move outside of the city to say, wait a second, it's actually not that much cheaper to be out here?
0: Well, is I mean, I, I don't know what Well, you're saying. How many people can afford $2 million houses? But the problem is all across the board, right? The problem is at 700000 it's at $2 million, it's at $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. There's no inventory of anything. So so I bring it up because it's like it's just another layer on this decision that people have to make when there's no inventory. Like, what do you do? And then I think it it starts to become now the conversation is like, is it smarter to rent? Right. But then you end up, well, maybe I'm going to get trapped in the rent because these prices are never coming down. And it's like this craziness that people are dealing with.
1: We should find we should find somebody who's got a YouTube channel who believes very strongly in the rent debate and bring them on the show and just kind of hear all their points of view to see what, uh, what they have to say. I know you've got some good points, but I want to, I want to just kind of see what, uh, what's out there. I mean, I think it's uh, not for the average Joe. That's for sure. I think buying is always going to be the greatest uh, stimulator of wealth compared to renting, no matter what 99 out of a hundred people.
0: But what about new listings now? Because what I noticed was kind of interesting. Do you want to talk about new listings? Yeah, let's do it. So, so, I don't really care so much about new listings as much as I care about average active listings. I say that all the time. And new, new yeah. listings obviously lead to active listings, right? But what's crazy is that we have now active listings of 11,297. Is that correct? Am I reading this active right? Active
1: listings, 11,297. Yep. That's at the end of the month. How many listings are the there?
0: Right. So, I mean, that that's the plus minus between sales and and old inventory and new inventory. Am I am I correct in saying that? Yes. That that is how many are currently available for sale. Right. And the last couple of months, we'll see uh, even the last basically five months, we've sold more than that each and every month. So am I right in noticing that we only have one month of inventory in the entire GTA
1: of all asset types. Yep. Yeah. I know it's a crazy what? seller's market. What? Like
0: it's yeah, not even fair. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this here. Uh, 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 sales to new listings ratio, 120 something percent. Yeah.
1: So what? a lot of pressure on the prices in June.
0: So, but, and, and it's just climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. Look at yeah. the pattern every, yeah. every year in December. That is was, the indicator oh. of
1: where the market's going. Always. It, this, is, this is the first thing. Sales-to-new listing ratio, months of inventory, treb tracks sales sales-to-new listing, listings ratio, but months of inventory is the same thing. Um, they are the best indicators. That's, that's, I, I can, where, wherever that is, I can tell you where the market's going uh, because of that, that indicator.
0: And right? this, there's I no am.
1: way the market's going up if we got six months of inventory. And there's no. no way that the market's going down if we got one month of inventory.
0: No, and we have one month of inventory across every class so i mean i'm only looking in maybe one class two classes possibly (laughs) if i'm trying to stretch one way or the other right most people are only looking at one class if you break that down the options become abysmal Right yeah. in my yeah. class, there's not a month worth of inventory. There's like a few days worth of inventory. In your class, there's a few days. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody yeah.
1: class. And then all over Ontario too. So there's it's actually tighter in. That's it's the just... Toronto. That's that's the Toronto real estate board sales. So that's all over Ontario because there's lots of different listings posted, right? But if you just said, well, I'm That'd only going to look in, you know, yeah, Barry or maybe even something smaller, like like in one of those small town communities up north or whatever that. Yeah. It could be like, we have like 0.3 months of inventory right now, just because everyone's been snatching up the the real estate.
0: <laughs> like, how do you do this? How do you yeah, do and, this? And, how, and then there's how other is... places
1: where you could look at a real micro market and be like, okay, these 10 streets or whatever, and they'll have two point something months of inventory because everyone's been listing and they haven't been selling. For whatever reasons, like Where's there's that different. that happening? There's like, a few places, one like the
0: street like... in Ontario. No, well there,
1: but <laughs> like yeah. So for example, there could be one area that's got some specific high-end homes, and there's only like three streets, and they're all on acre lots, and they're all very specific, and they're all you know for a certain type of buyer, and there's just a bunch of inventory in there, and you know there's only one sale a month that happens to be six houses for sale, so it's like technically the months of inventory is six, but you know again it's a skewed average. yeah, okay. on the street in the area, yeah.
0: Okay. That's a great stat. We should post that next time. Find but the this, worst this <laughs> this buyer's market. Find the this, best street to buy on in Ontario. street right now, there's six houses for
1: sale. By far the best place to buy.
0: And by tomorrow, there's zero months of inventory left. It
1: could change pretty quick.
0: It yeah. can change on a dime. So, So, yeah, sales to new listings ratio. This, coupled with which way the average sale is going, and I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm an eternal optimist. Maybe I'm a ridiculous bull. But like a drop of, what do we got? 20 grand, not even 19 grand month to month with a unequal uh, uh, sampling doesn't really concern me all that much. But what's crazy is like every single article says the market is falling they love it's, it it's getting cold
1: i don't want to get too much into the you know, know. The, the sunday show because this is the stat show but um even cmhc
0: yes we want even
1: cmhc is changing their policies for how they're going to be underwriting their deals
0: i guarantee right? you i guarantee okay they're I get we'll talk more on Sunday, but I guarantee you yeah. that if I had the time and or inclination to go back in time, we, we, we already talked about like the minute that they announced that they were changing their policy. Yeah. One of us, and I don't remember which one it was probably. You can have the credit you. if it's a good thing. I don't know who it was, but I know we okay. talked about the fact that they're going to lose market share because this is stupid. Okay. What we
1: they both do. agreed on that. Yeah. yeah. And that it was going to have no impact on, on the market uh, curtailing buyers oh. uh spending right yeah
0: no nothing so yeah. but what's going on the stats say yay but the media says nay <laughs> <laughs> honest like i'd love to tell you that it's
1: like we're all human right so just even realtors you know it doesn't matter who you are how many years experience you have you know you're well, influenced by you know, your influence or how, you know whoever you are developer real estate interest whatever you are swayed by the media and you hear all this stuff oh the market's great oh no the market's the got more listings or, or, or there's one sale on your street that takes an extra few days and you go oh my gosh everything else was selling in a week now that took nine days
0: yeah. sell over. why did we jump in so quick what were we doing
1: yeah. That's the, that's just how it goes, right? Like that's just normal human instincts. And, uh, I wish somebody, like I wish we could look at those charts and you and I could be like, you know what, because those charts say those data points in this pattern, we are hundred percent sure that the market is going to follow this line over the next
0: six months. Yeah.
1: It just doesn't exist.
0: Nobody on the planet was right about anything.
1: Yeah. Doesn't exist. Thing- so, when all these people who are out there um, proposing that the market is going to crash and that they know, and that they're the big short experts of, you know, whatever, 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 even the guy in the big short, the movie, like, yeah, he was right, but really he was calling for a few years. <laughs> like he, It took him a couple years to be
0: right. I think if you were on the inside of that thing, it didn't take a genius to recognize what was going on. He was acting but it was
1: happening for like a long time. So like he just it took right. literally it took him ten years to figure it out. Then sure. it took two more years for him to be right. So people have been maybe, calling for the Toronto crash
0: since I ever heard about real estate or had yeah. anything like. Always it was yeah. when is it ending? This is crazy. When's it gonna crash? Yeah. And then I don't know. Do we consider like kind of have to consider what happened last year a crash? No like sales dove off a cliff. What, what more I don't is think that? So. No, but I don't does think a crash, crash have to last like for years?
1: I think crash needs to be like significant, like 20 or
0: 30%. 30%.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're just talking about ebbs and flows of the market, you know, things change. It was two months of, it's like a recession, right? So a recession is two consecutive quarters of contraction, right? So just cause one quarter, all of a sudden things don't go well, they don't claim it's a recession. It's uh, right. There's still, there's more right. patterns that need to be
0: followed. Well, All right. Fine. I have have a good story. I
1: don't know if I took it before, if I told it before or not. So it was 10 years ago. So I I have a friend, good friend of mine, you know, he's bought and sold a bunch of houses and his sister and her husband wanted to buy. So they said to me, we want to buy a home. It was $300,000 in Scarborough. Right. So we're out there looking, you know, we looked at a bunch of houses. It might've been a month or two. I don't really know. And they said, you know what, TK market's going to crash. You know, we're going to go and rent in Mississauga. And we're going to buy these houses for cheaper. Right yeah. now, this is a $300,000 house. So what's cheaper. Let's say it's a crash, 30%. Right. So now they got $90,000 off the price of the $300,000 home. That's what they want to save by going and renting, which renting would have cost them 15, 20,000 year, whatever it was. Right. Yeah. So I never thought anything about, I probably sent them some emails, did a few things, a couple of years, never hear from them. They're out of my, you know, out of my, my thoughts. And about a year or two ago, the brother came to me and, you know, again, successful guys got different real estate dealings, you know, made, made a good uh, amount of money in real estate. And uh, he says to me, you know, my sister and her husband never bought, they're still waiting for the market to crash. Right. And those $300,000 houses in Scarborough are over a million dollars. One, 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 two, something like that.
0: Sure. Right. Disgusting. So, disgusting I get, and amazing I at people, the same time,
1: but I get why people want to save money. Yes. If I, if I could get something for 30% cheaper, I would want to buy it. Give it to me for 30% cheaper. That is fantastic news. That's what I want,
0: but I'm not even waiting 10 minutes though, for that normally. What am
1: I, what, if like, what if I'm wrong, right? What if I'm wrong and that 30% doesn't happen? And let's say I'm going to buy a million dollar house and 30% 300 grand. I want to save 300 grand. Okay.
0: But that was our entire rationale with buying our house and doing it quick the way that we did, because I feel deep in my bones that there's a gigantic run up coming. And even if it feels a little media induced, even if
1: you're wrong and it's 30 and there's and there's a $300,000 loss not going over the next down two years, but even if you are wrong, but when are you selling like are you not going to be there for five ten years is it not going to be like do you not think that the prices are going to regain again like you know so that's worst case scenario let's say sure. oh my gosh I, I i did it wrong but what if you don't buy and you're wrong about the market correcting because everyone's been saying it forever and then yeah. now you're stuck in a rental or a smaller home or whatever the, whatever the situation is right your parents and that yeah. you didn't end up getting in the market and now not only did you avoid you know this Two $300,000 loss that you thought was going to happen that never did, but now you actually are going to incur a four or $500,000 loss in value and mortgage pay down that you could, and um, no, there's no rent that you have to pay. So you avoid all those costs. So now there's four or $500,000 of equity of wealth that you could have had five years from now, if you just didn't listen to that little voice in your head saying, you know, the Facebook group told me, that it's going to crash because they have some sort of information that, you know, is not available to the public.
0: That's right. Yeah. But I, I got to say like there, they, if you rent and you invest your money in something that keeps pace with the real estate market, they, I mean, and you can leverage stocks, there's all kinds of ways you can make, but yeah, I exactly. do listen. I, I love real estate. I, I, yeah. there's just a case you can make for both sides. But when a market runs up 30% in a year following a year where it ran up 12 or 15% following a year where it ran up eight or 9%, like it, it doesn't sound like it could have been a good idea. Even But 3%. I can give you, I can still find the
1: guy who did better by renting over the last year or two
0: the guy it, but he's like he's all he's by himself
1: he took his money and he yeah. started a, a e-commerce business yes. that you know took off and made him millions he shouldn't yes. have bought he should have rented he did very he well
0: should have rented. it's just
1: i deal with the public the public isn't that guy they're no. like i got a job my boss pays me this much i need a place to live yeah that's it there's that's no it. like oh my gosh i need that's to it. like get ahead. And I've got all these great strategies and I'm going to be a millionaire because no, that's not the, that's not the average Joe. So if you are that 1% guy, don't buy, put your money into uh, the business or stock or investment, whatever it is, and rent a basement apartment and stay there until you're a millionaire and you can buy a house cash and you'll prove me wrong. And I'm happy for you.
0: I love the way that it's a basement apartment and you made it so gross and horrible to be a renter. Yeah, basement You're apartment in cabbage and town mental. and you'll <laughs> Jesus Christ. What if it's like a palatial estate to rent something like that?
1: Sure. Yeah. Whatever it is. I, you know what I mean? Don't use well, the I don't payment. know that you do okay. a palatial estate means that I agree with you. And that was, I'm going to correct myself because if you bought, if your lifestyle is to be in a $4 million home, putting yeah. the hunt, the putting the million dollars down payment, you would have used towards your business and instead paying, $8,000 a month rent, then continue to do that. And then your business will grow and you'll be a millionaire in Premier
0: Boom. There you go. Recipe. Recipe. Now, are you going to be doing a seminar next week on this topic?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's at my With house.
0: People do a seminar for you next week. It's
1: going to be, it's going to be a, it's an in person seminar at my house.
0: At your house? Or will at you my be house. cooking? Five people. Will there be meat involved?
1: I, I, I could get some barbecue going. All right. Well, yeah. I like we go. black t-shirt, white t-shirt today. This is good. I was wearing a you know suit what? this morning, but I, I took I'm it off even, to do some work at home. I'm not even kidding.
0: I think I've decided to go full-on Zuckerberg with just black t-shirts every day.
1: Do it. It's way easier. you got to think with a billionaire if you're going to ever be one.
0: I don't know if, I, if I'm going to be a billionaire, but I don't want to think about what I'm wearing every day anymore. Is that Perfect. weird?
1: No. I, I'm, no I've always thought about just buying two suits like like four of one and four of the other
0: doesn't work with suits man because then you look no. like you can't afford three suits
1: you just get like different like uh pocket uh squares
0: anyway i guess it depends no, how no, close ever, no. p- people are paying attention if it, if it was me i'd notice that you only had two suits i'd be like Fuck, yeah. tk only has two suits maybe maybe he needs a little help
1: maybe we should try to find another agent who's got more suits
0: <laughs> excuse <laughs> me how suits. many suits do you have <laughs> um like i would to know like before we meet agent with the most suits please <laughs> that should be the new ranking system we should make that up yeah ranking by suits versus like versus the suits then the car and you know what okay and then the watch you would probably not rank that higher but <laughs> i'd be in trouble i don't want to do another commercial for you but tk showing I up in an uber you. showing it up in an uber like look with at the this. timex Where is this? Can this be seen? No. Oh, I'm trying. I'm holding up my Frank Leo notepad, my things to do notepad that I got in the mail. And I wanted to thank you for that. And I use it every day. And I also have this like pad full of sticky notes. That's quite, quite nice to have.
1: Actually more to come. So this is just one of many.
0: It's good. Yeah. But I do. Can I give one tiny criticism about the beautiful package that I was sent? I hope, it, I hope it is can. very nice. Yeah. It's, yeah, constructive. it's constructive. It's constructive. Good. I I I gotta say I was a little less than impressed with the stock of the paper. Okay. That's in the package. It's pretty cheesy. Okay. And the font is like it's like somebody used a typewriter. What's going he, on here?
1: Hand, it was hand typed and signed by Frank. It himself. looks like
0: no no somebody had like the stamp and the he had and a the little chisel thing.
1: That's well. That's how he used to do offers back in the day. So now he's right. just making okay. sure he personalizes letters so he's
0: progressed but just not quite to to where we are in 2021 okay well it was very nice though and tell frank i appreciate all of his efforts in the sale of my house
1: yeah no problem he was great great He was instrumental
0: he was instrumental i do all the heavy lifting but you know he's behind the scenes he's behind the scenes but it's a nice touch when you get like a a discount card for movers and like a couple things it's good yeah he's got this thing down to a science we're a pretty big operation it's a big, it's a big we're the operation. Biggest, we're the biggest operation. So. The biggest operation. Well, biggest look at operation. that. This yeah. episode has been brought to you by Frank Leo and Associates. Thanks for watching. Good. Thanks, Daryl. I'll see you Sunday. No, thank you, sir. Thank you.